Hello, and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including OKKO, which we'll be talking about today. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Michelle Andrew. Hello. And Steve Zek. Hi. Today we are getting together to talk about the the end of season two of OKKO, the last uh, six episodes that it that were released online uh, near the end of uh, or at the middle of June here. Uh, we have to cover uh, Gar Trains Punching Judy, Beach Episode, OKAU Alternate Universe, Chaos Health Week, Rad's Alien Sickness, and Dark Plaza. Uh, you can find our previous OKKO coverage at OverlyAnimated.com. You can always subscribe to us on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes. You can find us on YouTube, on Spotify, and wherever you listen to us, we always appreciate uh, ratings and reviews that you'd like to leave us. But yeah, we, we've got, uh, whenever we, we come to talk about OKKO, it feels like we've got a lot of uh, different stuff to talk about. So mm-hmm. as, as usual, we'll begin with our general thoughts on the batch of episodes. Uh, this time it's a, a little different since we got, uh, we got a 22 minute special at the end here. But, uh, Michelle, let's uh, go to you first. Uh, well, ge- general thoughts on the batch, something that stood out from the group. How, how are you feeling? In general, I feel like this is a pretty, uh, I don't want to say normal batch of episodes because um, I really like them. But I do think like it's a it's a pretty okay KO mix of like you got some really high points. You got like some really zany ones. You got some ones like kind of in the middle where it's like they're good. Do they stand out? Moments of them do as a whole. Your mileage might vary. But I think that's fine because it's all good yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> okay okay uh, um steve how, how how do you feel about about this group oh this episode gave me like, like some nice surprises and gave me stuff i didn't know i wanted until i got it mm-hmm. mainly the okay the au episode i did not know i wanted to see the box more robots as humans and they gave it to me, and I'm so glad they did. <laughs> Raymond and Shannon especially. Oh, my God. They look great. I was shocked by Raymond's human form. Yeah. Like, I know yeah. how they're going to yeah. do it. And then I was just like, wow. What a difference. Yeah. And it just me, though. Ina's robot form reminds you of that old Nickelodeon show about the teenage robot. Yeah, she does look <laughs> like that robot. She definitely does. I, it's probably intentional. And, oh, and I guess Stack Plaza, technically, that's an episode that has LD and Red Action in the same, in the same place. So mm-hmm. I guess I sort of got my wish, kind of, though it's not really what I had in mind. But still, uh, what else, though? I do think, though, we're getting more um, more bonding with the uh, Boxmore robots. They seemed not outright villainous in these episodes. They seem more bonding with our heroes. They more... They are the most Team Rocket-like in these batch of episodes than they've been ever been before, so. Yeah. Well, especially in yeah. Beach episode, right? Before yeah. they get yeah. corroded by <laughs> the sand or the water, and it doesn't matter. Oh, oh yeah, and uh, Boxman's, like, goofiness is definitely rubbing off on Venomous and Fink. Oh, yeah. I love that episode, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only part I remember about the episode. I don't remember much about the hero side of that stuff, the, uh. Brad sickness. I oh, just know he was sick. Mm-hmm. And, so, and Health Week was a nice little like calm before the storm episode because we're gonna have the big finale. But 
And it's Hell all right. Hell Week is the other one where, where the bots are a yeah. bit friendlier than usual. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And Daryl even kisses KO goodnight, dog. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, that was, that was sweet. Um, I, I, I think I, I agree with the idea that, like, the, this batch is, you know, representative of what OKKO OK is when it's good. You know, it's got its zany moments. It's got its emotional moments, especially in, like, the, the finale and a couple of other episodes spread out here. And, uh, yeah, like, they're still, like, doing weird experimental stuff, too, like the uh, alternate universe episode. We've got one that's just, like, totally a, P- a health PSA the entire way through. And then, mm-hmm. So they're just kind of, like, you know, really doing whatever they can to make the episodes continue to be feel unique than, like, sticking to the um, mm-hmm. ro- robot of the day scenario. So I, I applaud them for that, and I think that it, it gets some good moments out of it. Like, are there, is there a great episode? I'm not sure, but, like, there are definitely funny moments spread throughout, and I think that that's pretty good, all all things considered, that I think we can probably find, like, good laughs that I had in each of these episodes. So, uh, I think that's Um, that's a success. (laughs) You know, I kind of feeling, though, maybe end of the series, though, we're going to have to do a Pinocchio thing with the robots, that they're going to actually, they're actually going to become, like, living beings, humans. I mean, we saw the beginning with last time with the Jetro. They just sort of they have their own dreams, their own aspirations. I'm like Raymond has his own personal vendetta against the wave, against the shark. <laughs> so yeah, they're coming more independent. So I think this things are gonna come like a collision course with Boxmental, his ideology of them just being his like just just being mindless robots and them having their own individuality. So I'm not sure about Boxman himself, but I could definitely see by the end of the series, his children are going to be, I guess, friends with our with Ko and help them become living beings. So, and we saw in that um uh, that that AU episode how messed up Boxman treats them when he just he just reboots them all the time, and I feel so bad for them. So also, that's so expensive. Like, no wonder he's he's struggling with money in his business. <laughs> he keeps like blowing them up whenever he gets frustrated. That, that's a lot of money to throw away every time rebuilding a new robot. <laughs> yeah, I think we've been missing seeing you know just um, angry bots, man. I feel like we've been having a lot of uh, sweeter botsmen recently. So that's because of Venomous, though. <laughs> Ven- Can you blame him? Venomous was uh, busy at, um, out going out of town, and that's why he just uh, botsman just let loose in that episode. Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's exactly it. Yeah. Besides, as um, an AU, I'm not sure Venomous exists in that world. Mm. Oh, we know. Oh, we know in that world, Mister Gar is the uh, Boxmore's uh, children's dad, and here he just, they, he Boxman has no relation to anybody in AU world. So, yeah. Uh, well, Steve, Steve, something you did mention though, like talking about like the robots being nicer. Uh, I, yeah. I, Michelle, I, w- I want to get your thoughts. Like, do you think that's something that the show will like keep up as we go into next season? Like, as we'll, we'll talk about like other shifts we might get here, considering what the finale does. But let, let, I mean, while we're still on the topic of the Botsmore robots, like, do you think that we're going to continue on them getting nicer, or what are we doing with them? Mm, I, I mean, they could. I think if they did, though, it would be a very kind of slow thing. Like, maybe just more moments of niceness, like, sprinkled in every, like, eight or so episodes. But, I mean... 
<laughs> you can't <laughs> ask me that, Alex. Oh, okay. Oh, you know okay. something? Uh, all I know is, all I know is, I want a happy ending for them. So yeah, yeah. no, I do too. I hope they don't. They yeah, deserve I hope, a happy ending. I hope they're not dead at the end of the series. That'd be a very major bummer. Yeah. I don't think they killed them. And like D- Daryl has been, you know, getting more sweet. Uh, Raymond has had more moments. So it's just it, it's it's interesting to see that the show is like continuing to keep them in in the picture and like kind of shifting their personalities towards the main yeah. the main gang a little bit. So that's mm-hmm. good to see that they're they're not totally static, you know. And so I, I, yeah, it helps uh, keep you excited whenever the bots more bots yeah. show up. And yeah, and even Ernesto, I guess, showed some development. So upgraded to a tentacle monster. (laughs) He got the worst upgrade. At least Jethro got a sense of purpose, but Ernesto, I don't know about that. That was very disconcerting when that eye, like his eyeball popped out, and there's just this huge (laughs) tentacle arm behind it. And like Ko and Enid were, were us, like being very excited, like "Yay, Ernesto's here!" We haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> I, I I identified with with Ko and Enid in that moment. Yeah, I, I thought you yeah. would. I was like, "This is a very Alex kind of thing they're doing." <laughs> um, I guess we should talk about Dark Plaza since that's like the most um, plot relevant episode of this batch. Oh, because this brings back points, it brings back uh, Carol and Gar stuff. Uh, as Steve mentioned earlier, it brings back Elodie. Yeah. Um, well, well, St- Steve, and was what? Elodie your favorite part of this episode? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'd I love for how how like how like at the very end, how throughout the episode, she was so um reserved. She was so just I don't know, just she was just so. Yeah, just calm, and then at the very end, she just let loose. She's the old LD we all know and love. Yeah. At the very end, she just, yeah, she was so chill the most the entire episode until the very end, and then she's like, she finally let loose her like her personality. So it's it's kind of weird throughout the episode seeing LD just so chill. So, mm-hmm. but and I'm glad though this though that Gar and Carol though because. The lies yeah. reveal stuff did not break up before because yeah. of it. It just did not come between them. They worked through it. So that's a very good uh, message for TV shows that they can do. Doesn't always have to be so much drama. We can get around it. Yeah, and also well, Mr. Gar and Carol, they've had their differences before. So I, and this is just another mm-hmm. bump in the road. So I do have one major. I do have one major disappointment episode. Actually, maybe two. Okay, uh, first of all, you didn't see any of the Boxmore robots make it get apart, but my real disappointment, though, I thought at the very end, we would, at the very last scene, we would see Shadowy Figure. I was wondering about Shadowy Figure, and, too. And Where just to remind, is he? Yeah, at, least, at the very least to remind us that he's still out there. Mm-hmm. And while I think we were able to, you know, talk to um Foxtail and maybe and just redeem her, I don't think we're going to be able to do that with uh, Shadowy Figure or AKA La- Laser Blast because I think he's done too much. It's been too much time has passed, and only the only way I think he can be redeemed is Redemption Death at this point. So, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring you all down. Okay. Ko doesn't deserve that. Uh. There, there, there's a lot to take in there. 
Um, oh. Well, Michelle, how, how, how did you feel in general about the finale and that you mentioned shadow figure is also something you wanted to see out of here, but like, how, how do you feel about how we handled this as like a season finale type thing? I think it's a really good season two finale. I mean, it's it's progression. We our our kind of mini arc, I guess, the season was a lot of point specific stuff. Like Enid's whole mini arc in the middle even was all about point and how it's becoming sketchy and has been sketchy for a while. And let's and, face it, yeah. and let's yeah. face it, it wasn't for Enid and her development she gave to the students in that arc. Totally this would not happened. Elodie would not. She, have yeah, she convinced Elodie. Yeah. More yes, or less. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they first, yeah, the old adage to change the world, sometimes you got to change the young mind first, and then that slowly builds up to the adults, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, now now Elodie is the new head of points, so I'm just, yeah. you know. <laughs> she is like, yeah, she is the proxima of this show, only this time we're going to actually see what happens, so. Uh, yeah, I, I guess, like, is Point still important now after this? Or is this, like, the end of Point being important? I don't think it's the end, but they're definitely taking a backseat. The only, like, big cliffhanger is now Shadowy Figure. So I guess, I mean, I guess you got to have something well, left. I think, but... it's over, yeah. I think it's over with them being antagonists. Having, I think they're just pure good guys for, for the final season. They're just going to be allies. There's no, like, you know, there's no, like, tension anymore, really. Is, and Chip, I, is Chip Damage still floating around? Or? He's a robot. Uh, I mean, Fox still, uh, still had him before. Oh, I, I wonder I, I where worry, he is. I worry maybe Shadow Figure could get a hold of him and might do something with that. But, um, oh, what is it? oh yeah, now the Foxtail has retired. Hopefully, maybe she can just chill out, go find a, a nice girlfriend, and just enjoy the rest of her days. <laughs> Yeah, we, we 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 need to see the the Foxtail um retirement tour going on. Um, also, the, what this episode does at the end as well, like because Ko and Enid and Rad uh, all help in uh, in defeating um, Point there, but uh, at the end, Gar sets up that now they're real heroes and they can go on secret missions now, and uh, I I think that that's also a sign that when we get to season three we'll probably go a bit more stuff outside the plaza which is an interesting yeah. way uh, i mean if we go in that direction that's that seems like a very interesting way to go i don't know how, how you guys feel about that oh, uh, i'm excited i think it means to hopefully could means you can have more eden and elodie interaction doing stuff together because since she's the head of point and if they're going on missions mm. it's kind of it kind of unavoidable so that's the part I'm most excited about. I actually think that's possible. <laughs> yeah. And, probably, and, yeah. And maybe now that Elodie has a little more authority, I could, yeah, and then maybe we could, that's when we could have that tension with Red, because we know Red hates authority, and she had that tension with her old team, so I, I, I'm waiting for that episode, so maybe season three. Don't say anything, Michelle, so <laughs> no anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, uh, I mean, in this episode, uh, also um, a big development is that the plaza is actually a giant mech. Um, re- reactions to <laughs> to this is, uh, well, I mean, it basically looks like a giant Transformers, right? Um, it's uh, got lady pronouns, though. That's great. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love it. it yeah. Cool. 
Well, I didn't use it before when I deal with boxmen. So many times they could just crush boxmen just like that if they wanted to. So it's a big hassle to use yeah. a whole mecha. Like all the stuff inside the store is probably destroyed for one thing. So it really is a last resort. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and uh, to a- to activate it, we also had the return of a, a, a balance to KO or the T- TKO being summoned as well Ooh. to do the power. Oh. So I I, I want to say that it's interesting that KO for like the second half of this episode is just a battery. Yeah. Uh, one thing I noticed though, it seems Dendi is really has really has like might have a crush on TKO. I mean, first she had a crush on Rad, but now TKO. So she's getting closer to boys her own age. She's starting with the teenager yeah. now. These sort can, of can you can you elaborate? I missed this. <laughs> oh, she was super excited to have TK, to, when KO was going to go TKO when he was going to go Turbo. So. Hmm. It's, yeah, she's excited, so I don't know. I think she might uh, have a little crush on him, so I'm just saying. I gotta give me something, because we have very little Dendi so lately, so... That's true. We, we, we've been kind of... <laughs> we, we have, we've been lacking in Dendi coverage recently, but uh, she she was uh, giving KO instructions on how to how to get to the battery, so that's something. Um <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other moments in this uh, finale that stand out. I guess like the Mr. Gar Carol stuff when when it happened was pretty emotional. Like you have uh, Gar re- realizing that Carol is an agent and like expressing his anger at that. So he walks away, and then you have them reuniting at the end, and they're like apologizing mm-hmm. to each other as they're falling in the mm-hmm. sky, and they hold hands and uh, they yeah. elbow through the shield together. Yeah, they both elbow is. That's great. Good culmination of their relationship. Yeah. Mm. And then now they get to be uh, K.O.'s mommy and daddy. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. I love that K.O. has a stepdad. It's so good. Uh, oh, um, and anything else from, from this episode that you guys want to talk about? Uh, no. Um... K.O. has a really good yeah. control over like his and T.K.O.'s kind of you know drifting has become pretty perfect now and that's you know more growth there too he he, can master it now he can stay in that position for a long time without it being a huge struggle and that he couldn't have done that a season ago well you know this episode definitely reminds me a bit of uh the movie uh captain america civil wars especially at the end when boxman showed up it's like while you heroes were fighting amongst yourselves, you know, you forgot about me. And I, that just feels a lot like Civil Wars. Just, you know, heroes fighting each other while villains just just staying out of it for the most part. So, Yeah, poor, poor Botsman just showing up <laughs> right at the end just to get punched out. Yeah. <laughs> he, did, he didn't deserve it. But. Sure. He could have done something sooner. I mean, I don't know. what Were they on vacation when this happened? Or did they decide to take a two-month vacation coincidentally? While this thing was going on, I mean, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know where where Ray, Raymond <laughs> was during this apocalypse, but <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But again, uh, yeah, also like we 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 as mentioned, like this was like a two months uh, time skip in the middle of this, and so we get the the time skip, and there's like some resistance where they're all underground, and like Ko is devising uh, uh, the plan with Dendi, and everybody's like in resistance uniform to the crinkly wrinkly <laughs> yeah. with the plans, and there's just like lots of like little callbacks in in this episode too. Like we also have the Colbert, the broccoli. He pulls out his key to the plaza. <laughs> we have from mm-hmm. like the Olympics episode, and so that so definitely like if for if all those like little details are good in the moments when it's like oh I remember that episode from a while ago. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Broccoli have a romantic partner? It seemed I, I is it a boy or a girl? I forget. He was friends with the bunny, but I don't. Yeah. I mean, as far as I knew, they I, were just friends. I, I remember. I remember second first date. Cupid sort of made some remark about them, like. We want to take it slow. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I, I I want to talk about okay AU because yeah, <laughs> um, th- th- this is a, a very interesting episode in terms of like just turning uh, ma- making a fan a fanfic episode pretty much in your own show where it's like switching the sides of the uh, of the of the characters and we give them all new designs and you got mm. the, the human shannon daryl and raymond seems like something you'd find on like deviantart or tumblr yeah but like it's just, probably there too let's be mm-hmm. honest yeah oh, yeah. oh when, I, when i when i saw episode I've, i'm going all over tumblr dr i just want to see fan art reactions to this <laughs> What was who was your favorite of the alternates, uh, Steve? Well, well, obviously got to be Shannon. She's just like awesome, like doing like her best eating impression, which I kind of thought was great. Um, Raymond also also looked cool, but he don't look that much different from his robot form. I mean, I thought looked... his face looked totally different. In his I know, form. but I guess. Well, he always looked hot, so I just yeah. But honestly, like I don't think this is a hot take, but I thought Raymond looked way hotter as a robot than he yeah. did as a human. Yeah, I yeah. Well, like his human face looked a bit too. Like, it was like anime style, like very uh, pointy, and I'm not sure if like the the pointiness works as a robot because you yeah, know metal and stuff. But exactly. like, pointiness is a human face; it's a little different. And I'm not sure what to make of Daryl with his one eye. It's just. <laughs> And it's got a little hat. Like, yeah. The yeah. Little kid hat with the propeller. Did he always just have one eye when in robot form? I always. Yes. Uh... No, that's the thing. Why does he have one eye as a human? That's. What? That's. I just. I mean, yeah. I think it's hilarious, but it's also like, but he's. How does that work? How? Well, uh, you, you see, yeah. they, 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 he, he has bad depth perception. That's how it works. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, and often Bakayo and the others as robots, they look more robotic than normal, than the Boxmore robots. When they're robot form, they look actually human. Yeah, so. I felt that way, too, actually. They seemed, like, extra robot-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah. they they got cool robot names like K Zero. It was E E N One D and Radically, but it's like mm-hmm. it's supposed to be an acronym that nobody knows what it means. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, so yeah, just seeing them like deal with be i mean well the the shannon daryl and raymond didn't actually have much to to do here like they're just told to like clean the store and like 
that's it. Mm-hmm. But, but then uh, uh, Ko, Enid, and Rad are getting harassed by by Botsman, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I kind of wanted to see what what they were up to with uh, Mister Gar. I mean. Uh, was Gar just as abusive as Boxman? Um, I just can't imagine that. So yeah, it didn't seem like it. It honestly seems like the robots have a tougher life than the humans do. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because they kept getting rebooted and stuff. I mean, at least Ko and them could take breaks, and Gar, like he's like around the store, but he's not watching them all the time. And when you have a family business, you can't really hard to get a union going. So. Exactly. <laughs> well, also, well, Jethro's where, where trying. Were, where were all the Jethro's to like give <laughs> Ko and Enid and Rad support? What would Jethro have looked like as a human? I wonder. Just like a very oh. short man. Like in a suit, maybe. Yeah. And then, like Ernesto, is he just like a large? person <laughs> with, does like, he also only have hat. one eye yeah i yeah. hope he would keep his hat so uh do, don't they have a dog like a robot dog well or- M- 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 michaela wasn't she like doing the dressing up as a human thing mm. Mm. In, in the furry episode <laughs> I don't want to remember that, please. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Michaela, we can't talk about you because you're in the one episode people don't want to talk about. Uh, yeah. So, and, and then also uh, notable at the at the end, we get the, a very glorious uh, mashup of Lord Garman and Mister Botsgar. <laughs> like yeah, really... that was wild. That was yeah. a creepy ending. <laughs> We pointed out, I think, like me and Alex, when we were watching it, that they both have chicken arms, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is interesting. So, are they like a a perfect fusion of each other? They're they're like fifty fifty each way. Mm. Maybe that's scary. Because, like, yeah, one doesn't seem more boxman-y than the other. So, what does that mean? Have we ever talked about why boxman has chicken arms? No, <laughs> I feel like. Last year or something, I had this theory that, like, he'd start off as a human, and he had this, like, dark secret about, like, that's why he hates heroes, like, because of his dark past. And then he, like, ends up losing his arm and his half his face, and so he gets, like, a chicken arm and starts, like, becoming a cyborg. And he has this whole backstory we don't know about. Mm. But we have no idea what that is yet, in, in canon, at least. I always, I always thought he, he, he accidentally mutated himself, but... Like he mutated his arm into a chicken arm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Tried, tried to do some kind of tra- trans uh, transmutation situation, or like trying to like combine himself with a chicken, maybe. <laughs> What's the power of a chicken? <laughs> mm. <laughs> the plaza. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want. I kind of wonder when are we ever going to learn about Boxman's life as a teenager. I kind of want to see that. <laughs> That's the next AU episode. And my head Boxman a mini arc next. It's his turn. My head canon though definitely is that his his parents definitely look down on him, so Yeah. So he's yeah, that's probably he definitely wants trying to gain mommy's approval, trying to gain daddy's respect or something, so even though they might be gone. That's why he always struck me as. And that's why he embelled that to his children too. In terms of trying to gain his approval, he programmed them to be like that, to have that need for parental That's approval. A interesting theory. 
Yeah, who knows if we're ever going to get Botsman back, uh, more Botsman backstory than we've gotten, but uh, like, we, we I can I want to see little Botsman, like a little kid. Even if we just, like, just have, yeah, or even if we just have, like, a accident, like a ray gun that maybe turns, makes him young, <laughs> just to see him as a kid. Blackbeard cool. plots have happened, so I don't think that's crazy at all. And then, oh, speaking, and then speaking the children of, had to babysit him. Well, speaking of babies, we get a brief, we we get a brief look into baby oh, KKO, yeah, <laughs> baby so unit cute. and baby rad in the crib They're together. All cute. Oh, uh, that, that that that's an AU. We could always go back to. <laughs> like wh- whenever just, you run out of ideas, just turn your cast into babies. That always works. Uh, you just want to do Rugrats parodies, don't you, Alex? Yeah, <laughs> let, let's do that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, also just the, the, the character who facilitates this is alternate universe warlock he's basically just a triangle person with a gem on his forehead um, I don't know I got nothing on him but oh, uh, Eden seems to know who he is or at least know because she's a witch so she knows all about that stuff so that's cool how Eden at the end just says Warlo- warlocks <laughs> like yeah. she knows they're a nuisance hmm. yeah yeah, so mm-hmm. he he was around and caused this mayhem. You know, it's you know, actually, resulted you know, in good know, character Wait, you know who he reminds me of? I just forgot his the way he talks and stuff. He kind of reminds me of Paul Lynn. So yeah, so that's I wonder if that's intentional, you know, because okay. you know, being a warlock and all. Okay, okay. So that's old school, though. I'm not sure how many kids get that reference. Who Paul Lynn is? No. Uh... <laughs> You don't know um, no, from don't. Bewitched, Bewitched, the sitcom 1960s Bewitched All character right. called Uncle Arthur. So, All right. Um, let's see. Where do we want to go next? Um, well, you know, Botsman was in that episode and he was alone, which made him a little um, angrier than usual because Venomous was busy over in Rad's Alien Sickness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Venomous and Fink in that episode is like the first time in a while they've been allowed yeah. to just be evil on their own. How did you guys yeah. feel about their appearance here? Oh, loved it. Yeah, same. Oh, they were just so goofy together. I mean, it's just so cool to see them just... Uh... Just go all out and just just having so much fun. <laughs> Being evil is fun. That's yeah. <laughs> that's the takeaway. Yeah, I think that their intro is like a venomous lifting up his leg. <laughs> just being the leg very thing sexy is pose. so good. You guys, venomous is so hot. Like, can we blame Boxman for loving him as much as he does? He's a beautiful man. Yeah. he's like smart yeah. and he's well dressed and he's got the cool factor. But he's and, also like really pretty. And like, really, what a guy! There, and there is. Yeah, Alex, you go first. Well, I was just saying, he's got a lot of swagger in this episode. Yes. <laughs> there is an internet like theory going around the internet that you know that Venomous is Chaos' uncle. So we'll see that where it comes to pass. It, is that you know, related they, to Venomous's shadow that, figure? But... Yeah, that he's a uh, that he he is Laser Blast's like evil twin, and now the Laser Blast went evil. Like they're both just the same, and. Why? It's the only reason you think that because they're both purple and they both have the same voice actor. I mean, <laughs> yeah. those aren't two like things that would. Hey, that's not, not my make theory. Sense. That's not so. my theory. I, I just online. I've been all, all, all YouTube videos. Some people are posting that theory. It's uh, I'm just I'm just a messenger here. So okay, <laughs> my personal theory. Okay. So you don't endorse this theory, then, Steve? Eh, not really. Yeah, I need to see more evidence. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. 
Yeah. yeah. We want wacky yeah, theories. I got my wacky theories, but I'll take credit for those. Okay. Yeah, we we, we know you take credit when things go right, so <laughs> you, you will you will let I us know. Um, well, well, I did theorize. Right, so, well, was on this show? No, uh, never mind. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyways, um, so yeah, Venomous uh, uses some kind of poison situation to get Rad sick, and Rad. Uh, an important lesson to be done in this episode is: even if you really feel like you you can work through sickness, you should look at your health first and go home if you feel sick. So th- this is an important message that we all should uh, take to heart. Mm-hmm. Take care of yourselves, people. Right on. <laughs> cocooning is a fascinating tidbit about his, him being an alien. Because I forget sometimes he's not human. But he is legit an alien and he cocoons when he's sick. Yeah. Mm. And he's just like, I am the millionth bots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm glad he reached enlightenment. Well, he said goals for himself. I mean, I can relate. Sometimes you're at work, you're bored, you want to set your own personal goals to make life more interesting. So, mm. Mm. Yeah, I guess we like round numbers because it's like one million bots is it's not that special, but you know it's a big number. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, um, also um, in the middle there's a good uh, um gag of uh, Ko being a nurse and he's doing a lot of uh, different methods to get Rad better, including at the end there's he like. Just a- keeps- Coughing on all of yeah. them. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Enid. I mean, a rat. Rad destroys all of it. And at the end, uh, Ko is resorting to using crystals to unlock his chakras. So, ooh, yeah. So, really, really trying all the things. But uh, Rad eventually sneezes Ernesto away, and it all gets better once he cocoons himself. So, Rad, Rad, <laughs> good for Rad. Um, <laughs> Now, this is right next to KO's Health Week, which is interesting. Yeah. It's the best episode. It's okay. so good. I love oh, it. It's, it's so high on KO's Health so Week. It's so 80s cartoon. So, this definitely cuts to my heart because I grew up with stuff like this. So, well, it specifically reminds me of an Pete, episode. How old are you? <laughs> We're talking about this. Did uh, we? I don't remember your age. Well, let's just say I was. I I knew a lot. I I grew up like in the twentieth century. Wow! <laughs> wow! Well, most of the shows. Uh, to be fair, though, most, to be fair, though, these eighty shows were not in first run. Even were rewatched in reruns okay. in the nineties. So, but okay. specifically, the Garfield and Friends did this episode like this, which I, I never forget. It just the Garfield workout episode and uh, had this funny ending. Um, whatever. So. <laughs> M- M- Michelle, I like that you, he mentions 80s and you're like, how old are you? He mentioned Bewitched from the 60s earlier. You didn't question this. <laughs> no, because that you just see on a VHS tape from a garage sale. Your parents buy it for you. So that like makes sense. Okay. And it's great, Michelle. And, and, and besides, she knows how how much I love witches and stuff. Yeah, so that, that's okay. how I think. Um, Michelle, what was your favorite part of Health Week? Since you're I'll be this it. One? Oh my god, so many good. I mean, I know we all got a lot of mileage out of the like crinkly wrinkly telling the poor girl to smile. Then KO just like pops out of nowhere. It's like, oh my god, crinkly wrinkly, you can't just tell people to smile. He's like, you can't. Kyo's like, no. Kind of creepy. It's so good. But also, like, I feel like I learned actual things. Like, I didn't know about like if you're depressed, you should drink more water. Yeah. I- that's a great tip for life, yeah. Or like when Ko, 
like honestly, it's such a good gag. I like can't believe it. When Kiyo's like he's feeling really tired because he stayed up all week to prep for the health week, and he's like on his computer and his eyes are all crazy. <laughs> And he's slowly liking the apple because it's like a healthy thing, but it's like a computer image of an apple. <laughs> right. <laughs> All the night, the the juxtaposition is just so funny. It's mm. it's a really good gag episode. Well, yeah, well he could also. Well, I was gonna say, there's also the the self esteem one that made the rounds on Twitter uh-huh. a while ago, like where like Brandon is calling himself a piece of trash. It's like, hey, treat yourself like your best friend. You wouldn't say yeah. that to your best friend. So yeah. love yourself. And that was all very sweet and funny too. So I enjoyed that segment. Well, I'm also I was gonna say, you know, apples could be healthy too, but also a Macintosh could be good too. I guess, right? But um. Tsh- <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> do do Max exist in OKKO or are they using like pair? They exist in one of the AUs, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, the AU in the AU um, is uh, the skeleton. Is he human? Is he or is he some oh. other kind of thing? I think that the AU only really focused on the six of them. I think everyone else was supposed to be exactly the same. But I like to think that maybe that you, that Brandon and other guys switched. <gasps> so like, he's like a normal human, and then Brandon's just, like a skeleton bear. Yeah. yeah. A be- a, a, how would you combine those two words? <laughs> a skeleton. <laughs> a be- be- bear skeleton. Cl- bear Bear. Uh, I mean, we don't combine human and skeleton. Why do you want to combine bear and skeleton? Because it's not just a normal skeleton; it's a bear skeleton. You gotta make it special word. Mm. <laughs> you know, we didn't see any um, Ko's teacher in this episode. Since it's a lot educational episode of she could have. Ko did this on his own. I know. Yeah. I know. He I know. It'd be cool to see him teach uh, teach her like a, a lesson in health or, or something. Student becomes the teacher. Uh, well, let's see. Um, also, at the, uh, at the end, like when they're doing uh, KO needs sleep, uh, there's also like a sequence of him beginning to hallucinate the, the robots. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> like, really yeah. good. Yeah, so that, that's some good piece of anima- a funny animation right there. Uh, and he punches them when he wakes up, even though oh. bots are that, really nice to him. Okay, that made that- me mad. That seemed very out of character for KO because they were taking care of him. Why would he punch them for that? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, I guess he's dangerous when he wakes up. But I just kind of weird though that. <laughs> yeah, that don't Haven't we all had mornings I mean, when we guess. just wake up and. I just found it weird though that. punch people? Yes, I guess I that's just, true. I just found it weird to joke that Rat needed just stood there while they took KO away. That it, it, it literally, they were kidnapping him. Like, they saw a kidnapping <laughs> and they just like, ah, they trust him enough, I guess. Well, they just didn't care enough. Like, they're too tired, whatever. Well, look, you, you have one special day of hiking together, and you're all you're, friends. Yeah. yeah. See, that's why camping's so great. <laughs> Going on a camping trip is something we should all do sometime, because it's the best bonding experience. And it, the hiking just proves it, right? They all became friends. I'm just glad that they took them back to K.O.'s house and not to their home with Boxman. Who knew what Boxman would have done so... But then we get creep on like Boxman's like morning rituals yeah. and like 
Oh man, can you imagine? Just Botsman and Venice yes. doing yoga together. Yeah. Yeah. If, if Fit might dissect him. Fit might dissect, dissect a KO if he was there, so. I mean, probably that also. <laughs> So yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good visual and other jokes in this in this episode, and I think that the 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 format is just very unique in its in its own way, and like just go, diving full into educational mode makes it like not I don't think ironically funny is the word for it, but it's just like it's funny because it's really different from what the show would use, like of how on the nose it's being in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So um, let's now let's talk about uh, we got uh, the beach episode. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we haven't talked about the beach episode, and that's another one where the bots are being nice at the end. There. Um, yeah. Uh, well, oh, what, they what, die. What, what stands out to you about this episode, Steve? Oh, um, how robots get around here without like. They don't wear bathing suits or nothing, so I thought it was gonna be this big like fan service thing. Um, at the very <laughs> <What>? least, <laughs> really, you that's what you're expecting. I, I, you know, Raymond would love to show off his. Oh box. no, that's <laughs> true. He totally would. I thought he would have found some creative way just to, but whatever. But, but it was a good Raymond episode in terms of we found him his little his like his rivalry with the wave with evil wave, and I, I and I like that. Yeah, like I said, it shows that he has his own like thing. Beyond his normal life of fighting the uh, heroes and stuff, he has his own life. So good for him. Yeah, there's that, that cutaway to like old footage of him, and he had like darker Perfect. skin. And uh, yeah, yeah that, that was an interesting cutaway joke there. Um, Michelle, well, what about this episode? Episode stood out to you? Okay, this this is just a me thing but i really like the baby wave it was so cute oh, yeah his friend ko put it in the moat they got along it was just really cute and we watched it really late at night so my brain like really focused on really weird stuff well, I mean, it, it was cute. Like it was whole... really cute. It's just thing about it. I was just like, oh my god, this is the cutest water I've ever seen. And like, it, the episode ends with like Ko satisfying the, the wave by bringing the baby. Okay, that got yeah. weird though, because the the parent wave like literally absorbed the baby wave into its body. That's mm-hmm. how they got together and that kind of I don't know. Yeah. Let's say not... that represents a mother son relationship. I don't know. Well that's how... how because well, the mother that? wants to absorb the son. Well, Wait, what? How is well, that a saying? Well I well that's just how waves work though. That's how a big wave becomes No that and is how waves work. So that's how smothering parent relationships work. Oh, yeah. okay. But the thing is, that also means, like, so is the wave three different parents who are, like, Polly, or they just have three heads? Mm-hmm. I was wondering that was I'm pushing. not sure. Uh, just uh, just more of a, like, a three-way relationship. Uh, Maybe, uh, yeah. Yeah, they refer to it as a singular, as King Wavezilla, but, uh, you know. I don't know, that could just be a reference to that, to Steven Universe, or like a fusion wave. It's a fusion. It's <laughs> the poly grandpa of, of chaos. The show. Um, I, I just want to point out of the. There's the joke of a uh, Gar and Carol running as slow motion lifeguards. Oh, the Baywatch. That was yeah. really. Yeah. 
you know, cla- cla- classic beach joke. Um, also, Enid is doing spiritual training and she sees corn god. So just a reminder <laughs> that corn is god in this universe. Uh, so yeah. Um, Again that- with corn, like this becomes such a thing here. We got we got put up with that with Star, and now this. I mean, what is it with corn now? Yeah, but at least this show is consistent. I mean, corn has been god. For yeah, it's a always while. been god. Well, it's been around since like the the all the original all that. I mean, it just. <laughs> What's up with corn? I never got it, so. There was corn everywhere. A surplus of corn in, in this country. Yeah. It's just around us all the time. Maybe it's just subliminal subliminal advertising by Big Popcorn wanting us to eat more corn. <laughs> oh, man. But I kinda, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping Mr. Gar is okay after what they did to him. But, uh, <laughs> was he injured or something? Yeah, Gar- no, in the beach episode, was Mr. Gar? Well, they kicked sand in his face, yeah. and that's oh, why yeah. Carol had to I take know, it's very the- traumatic. I'm really <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. Sand in your eyes is not fun, it's true. Yeah, yeah. And uh, speaking of Mr. Gar, uh, the last episode we haven't talked about yet is uh, Gar Trains Punching Judy. Uh, and this stars uh, Punching Judy, who's been a background character for a while in this show, but like, I think this is the first actual episode that she's had like speaking parts in wasn't this episode originally ko trains punching judy um Uh, that that's a joke that they do in the beginning right (laughs) like ko is gonna train her and then it got then it's like no we'll take you to gar and then they like slap gar's name on the title card so that's uh that's a good uh visual joke there but yeah how, how do you guys feel about punching judy after like seeing her in like pow cards for the last like two years and now she finally talks what do you guys think I'll be honest. Before this episode, I had no idea who she is. So oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I, mean, uh, I, I recognized her design, but I yeah. didn't know her personality. Was or she? Anything. Was she, is she like in Carol's like workout class or something? Um, yeah, no, I think she might be. I think that's she might be one of those ladies. I mean, that's how she might know Gar's like former name. So, oh. that's true. <laughs> and, and she is a little young though to know to be familiar with the name Elbow. I mean, I, I was. She seems, seems like she's. Like an older teenager, so it just hers calling the cigar elbow just just seemed like really something I just couldn't get my head around because well you're too he, young. she's talking about it as like his fighting career, so yeah. like maybe it's like a situation where she grew up yeah. watching those matches, and so like she was a kid when Elbow yeah. was fighting. I don't know. But you know, Mr. Gar's like his moments of glory was after he did he after Elbow. It was that's when he became like the secret guardian of the universe and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> we we have a whole thing in this episode about how like Gar can't handle emotions, and so he's uh, he's unable to give a pep talk and just forcing Judy to train physically. And then we have this amazing montage at the end of like Kayla and Judy giving Gar yeah. therapy. Yeah. Like he's on the couch, they're doing trust falls together. And, like I, I I got a real kick out, out of out of that. Even though like no, it's a that thing was that so funny. Yeah. yeah. It's a thing we've done with Gar a lot recently in terms of like, you know, highlighting that he's has problems expressing himself. But like this is just like very over the top. And so it was it was it, it got it got a good laugh out of me. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Oh, and I love how at the very end we saw a Daryl cameo, even though he was not in the episode at all, just till the very end. I never saw him at all. He just shows up at the end, celebrating like he's he's their buddy. So, yeah, the Daryl maybe likes wrestling. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I thought they were gonna do a gag there with that uh, when when they like just like knock him out and just throw, throw him to like to, like Team Rocket him. I thought that like, KO Mister Gar was gonna do something to him, and oh, they didn't. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Also, uh, this episode um highlights uh, Punching Judy's uh, thick legs, which is yeah. Yeah. characteristic of other characters in the show. But this particular episode highlights is like, oh, this is your uh, advantage that you have thick legs, <laughs> which is just interesting because like I don't know if we've ever actually done anything with like Enid's legs, for example. Oh, I need to see. Oh, Enid should have been the one to train her. I want to see Judy Enid just have like a little. A, a match. Let's just see who would win. So, yeah, without that, magic, no magic allowed. Though, to be fair, Eden. So, yeah, that might seem like more of a fair match, to, <laughs> considering their similarities. But uh, yeah, and uh, and Judy ends up uh, putting on Elbow's mask. Um, I, I guess this is a step towards Gar accepting his past. Uh, if mm-hmm. we want to like attach it to like his whole arc this season, so mm-hmm. good for him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, the, those have been the, the six episodes. Uh, we, we've taught, we've touched on like a lot of the little moments here, here and there, in, in each of the episodes. Um, so as we begin uh, signing off here, now that, like this is the end of season two, what are you most looking forward to for season three, Steve? The missions. I wait to see what kind of missions they with, go on with the three, the trio. Yes, yeah, the trio. And um, also, like, it's interesting to see what happens uh, next time we run into Elodie. Now that she has some authority here, what was she, was she do with her young mind? Now, I mean, like I said, we kind of got robbed of Mysticon on seeing what Proxima would do now. What she for her experience? So that means nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, she, okay. Oh, uh, well, I would. I'm just trying to think of stuff here. I, I I don't really have much to say except for maybe. Shari figure, I got to know. Shari figure, <laughs> confirmation, please. Let's find out. Let's take off the mask. Let's see who he is. Or take, off the mask. Sure take down the, mask. the hood, really. Whatever, yeah. And if he does look like venomous, oh my god. <laughs> I think that is such a over. weird double play. I don't really think like venomous has his hands full. He's a dad. He's a lover. He's a co. Oh, oh, he's yes, business. Right. I think I he can afford to have an alter ego next season. Next season think be forced to enroll in KO school. I kind of want to see that. So, <laughs> Thanks, <right>. Michelle. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, Michelle, what, what are you looking most forward to? Um, Shy figure, more box man. I mean, yeah, I want to see the adventures too. I honestly would like to see more characters have mini arcs the way Enid did. I think that could be nice. Like, maybe Rad would be next. Or maybe Boxman. <laughs> but... Oh, maybe Brandon and uh, what's his name? In the skeleton. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I would be excited to see like conti- continuing down the Boxman Venomous Road, seeing like how they continue to fit into like vi- villainy together. Um, I'd like to see. Um, I, I would I, I would like to see like uh, the the crew teaming up with Point a little bit more. Yeah, you know, like Point is good. That that seems like an interesting mm-hmm. dynamic to explore, and like uh, more Carol and Gar stuff. Like mm-hmm. and now they're you know like fully fully on together, not hiding stuff anymore. Like that that'd be fun to see too. So and, and yeah. for some reason, yeah, for some reason I could see more easier to at least get Venomous to team up with us, at least just to 
for help against a common enemy than Boxman. I think Boxman is just so stubborn and crazy that no matter what, yeah. even if it benefits him, he is not going to be good even for one day. So, but what if like the kids all join forces with? Yeah, they the could. Group. I'm saying Boxman's <laughs> the only one. I just think he's just too set in his way, too stubborn. Yeah. 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 yeah probably. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we. we... We are going to be here for OKKO OK season three because it's it's been a fun show to talk about and yeah. oh, we we're, it could we're be the final to... season. I've heard rumors. It could be. We don't know for sure, but whatever OKKO OK we get left will be. Uh, I'm, hopefully, it will keep keep as consistently fun as this as these recent batches have been. And like that, that's mm-hmm. something I, I want to like stress too. Like th- these episodes, even though like. They all, like I've said, like they all have bits and pieces, but like they've been consistently funny, and I think that that's mm-hmm. like what the show wants, yeah. wants to be, and that the show is fun is just always a good time when like there's new episodes out. That's so. That hasn't really been a bad episode, except for the furry one, perhaps. So I mean, the furry one's not even bad. It just makes you a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And mostly because, like, it's, like, canon, and it, we, it's implied that they're always wearing suits now. Because yeah. they're, they're animals underneath. But even that's, like, a really interesting idea, and it sticks in your brain. So, if nothing, this show is very memorable. Yeah. yeah, like it, it, it's just like the show will experiment in a lot of different directions, and that was one of them. <laughs> like let's not like this, let's not be skeletons episode. That's one I'm never gonna forget. So yeah, <laughs> or or like this week we had the Health Week episode and yeah. the AU episode. It's like those yeah. are just very mm-hmm. unique episodes that mm-hmm. we'll probably think about later. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, until we have more OKKO to talk about, um, you can find out the info on this podcast and other shows we cover at OverlyAnimated.com. You can join us on Discord if you want to chat with us about OKKO. We have a channel dedicated to to the show there, as well as the other shows we cover. Uh, You can find that at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. You can support us via Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Britt, aka Opal. Uh, thanks to our Patreon executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Beatrice, Hugh, and Michael. Uh, besides OKKO, um, we recently did a podcast on Amphibia, a new show that's mm-hmm. uh, debuting on Disney. We have a, a Summer Camp Island, which Cartoon yeah. Network uh, released new episodes of mm-hmm. recently. And uh, we'll be covering uh, other shows that air in the summertime uh, since... Mm-hmm. I, we have no clue when OKKO is coming back, but know that there's a lot of animated shows lined up mm-hmm. for whatever time we need to fill between today mm-hmm. and the next OKKO episode. So feel free to check out all the, the other shows that we cover here at Overly Animated. But yeah, so th- thanks for following us throughout uh, seasons one and two of OKKO. We'll be back to talk about season three whenever that comes. But until then, we'll, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye.